Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. Welcome to the Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome to the Darling Download and welcome to Chris Nelson on the Darling Download. Chris, oh, it's, uh, I think we've got a short segment for this first one because uh, we've done those other ones already. But uh, look, I'll tell you what, it's been a good week, uh, good week and a good week for Toowoomba Horses also. Yeah, good morning, Sammy. It has been a good week for Toowoomba Horses. We've had uh, a couple of victories there and it, it's just been a good week all around with racing, but I was really happy to see Argyle Lane make it three from three at Ipswich on uh, Wednesday. He's got a real following, this horse, isn't he? Yeah. And uh, Josh is doing a great job with him. Obviously, Steve Tregay owns. He's very well-bred, and, uh, yeah, he's just, just going along nicely, I would have said. Yeah, well, he's a half, of course, to incentivise, who won the Caulfield Cup and ran second in the Melbourne Cup last year. Yeah, he, he looks um, – he's a big horse. I don't know if you've seen him on the TV, but he is a really big horse. Uh, he's got a lot to learn, obviously. Only just scraped in on Wednesday, but I don't really think Ipswich was really his track. No. I mean, it's a tight turning track, and the rail was out eight metres. So it would have been about as wide as um, Albion Park uh, Greyhound track probably <laughs> on Wednesday. So there wasn't a lot of room for him to manoeuvre himself around there, being the large unit that he is. And, I, you know, I know Tags was sort of a little bit, critical that he just fell in, but I think you made a, a, make a really good point. He's such a big horse and mm. he's got so much scope about him. That track, it can bring horses undone, Ipswich. You know, I mean, time and time again, uh, we see shorties go under, don't we? We know? do. And uh, I've often heard people say, just get the job done, Ipswich, ride ugly to win. Yeah. But, I mean, his previous two wins had been at the Sunshine Coast, much bigger track. His second win was very, very good. He really good. Heaps of room and a big wide track to stride away from his opposition. That's what he did. So, yeah. And look, I was wary of that Wednesday. I did say I think he'll win, but I wouldn't be taking any short price about him. And he did win, and he fell in. Chris, oh, we haven't uh, we haven't got too much longer to go, and it's the big one, Wheatwood Handicap Day. Yep. That is on September twenty four. It's it's a day that. Uh, it's moved around a bit in the calendar in uh, 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 in the past, but uh, yeah, it's. I tell you what, it's going to be a ripping race day. Then we got four features that day. It's the second last day of the Queensland Spring Carnival. Uh, we've got the Wheatwood. We've got the Toowoomba Cup. Now the Wheatwood's listed. The Toowoomba Cup's a quality, and we've got the Garden City Guineas and the Pado Show. Of course, is for the two-year-olds. Now, normally that race is the first sighting we get. Of the two-year-olds for the new season. Okay. I'm not sure with the different placement whether that's still the case, but uh, that could be the first lot of two-year-olds we see go around. Beauty. So we'll look uh, forward to that. Now, we had a winner from Oki uh, during the week, which obviously uh, we're the Darling Downlow, and that is on the Darling Downs, Oki. He's won two straight now, this horse you talk of, and it's Be Water, my friend, who's uh, trained by Matthew Park at Oki. Uh, he seems to like the Doombin 1,050. His last two wins uh, have both been there. 
Uh, he carried 52 two back, carried 57 and a half last week. So no doubt uh, Matthew Park, he did say Matthew, didn't you? Yes. It was Matthew. Yeah, Matthew Park will be looking for the next 1,050-metre race at Toomban that looks suitable for this horse. And last Saturday night, we had a bit. Of, I had a bit of luck early in the card. Uh, Piccanini got the money. Winjana yeah, got the money. You tip Charlie's Fiend, who... Uh, who just hung on there. Dynamic Verse, Leonard Morn, one of our guests on last week, uh, he gave us a push for Dynamic Verse, and he was honest there. Going to the Sun, took out race four, Heart of a Lion for the Curry Camp. Uh, Mark Curry, he's, uh, well, I'm sure he'd be in front on the trainers yep. list uh, at this early point. Rose Pin uh, got the money at the good value for Michael Nolan and Monty Sava. And to round the card out, Alpha Lily, uh, another for Michael Nolan. So he had a soapy bubble at the meeting there. That last race, I think you tipped this is the one, or this is one. It was a short price favourite, heavily backed. They went like the clappers in front. I'll tell you one that really caught the eye late, the second horse, Tokyo Bandit. Absolutely flew home. There is no doubt about it. I can stop one. And uh, another let, odds on. And, and we will hear about that uh, later on when we talk to JD. Oh, I'm sure he won't let you forget. He's throwing plenty of stick after we got. Uh, well, we both got yeah, Go Wanji beat. We did. Um, and I just think steady tempo. I know he's had a. He's, look, he's had a solid preparation, and Tom Dougal's highlighted that. He's, he's going out for a break now, but we look forward to him coming back. Go Wanji, the Toowoomba star. Yeah, he's going to have a long break, I believe, and uh, I'm not sure when he'll be back, whether it's probably next year. He'll target a race, uh, I think, in the autumn of next year. Uh, and then he'll go on to the um, go on to the uh, Winter Carnival in Brisbane. So, yeah, he didn't have a lot of luck. Guests today, we're going to chat to Ricky Jamison and Stuart Rogers. Uh, looking forward to that. Let's take our first break. And when we come back on the other side, we'll have a chat to Stewie. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. Welcome back to The Darling Download. And Chris O, you know that I, I like to try and mix it up on The Darling Download and I do. find uh, new players uh, on our show. And last night I sent a text message to Cheryl Rogers, who's got a few runners uh, tonight at uh, Toowoomba, and then uh, Cheryl was busy, so she put me on to her husband, Stuart. And we've got Stuart on the line. Stuart, welcome to the Darling Download. How are you, boys? Very well. Very really well. good. How does it find you uh, on this morning? The sun is shining. You're looking forward to a good day ahead. Yeah, we are, mate. Um, you know, we've got a bit of travel in the morning. We'll get away about, about 5 o'clock tomorrow, and we'll put them in the boxes let them settle in and hopefully have a bit of luck tomorrow night. Uh, tonight, sorry. Give us a, give us a bit of a background uh, to you, Stuart and, and and Cheryl. Obviously, Cheryl's got the the trainer's license and can ride also. But uh, looking at your last fifty runners, uh, you, you're up for a drive wherever there's a race meeting on. You'll, wow. you'll turn up. Oh yeah, me and Chess, we love racing. We've been together for twenty eight years. Cheryl's actually apprenticed down in Melbourne. She was apprenticed when Sammy was going around when he was skinny. Um, <laughs> that was well, a long time ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, we do we do a lot of travelling. We've had a bit of luck going over the board in New South Wales. Last season, we were a little bit quiet. We only had the six winners. Uh, the year before that, um, we had a really good run. We've got a good horse here, Hard Enough. He won seven races in one season for us. Um, Cheryl was apprenticed down in Melbourne and went up to the Gold Coast. She was apprenticed to Harold Norman. Had a good run there. And then we made the decision to move out in the bush. Um, she had a real good crack. She won a few. She was the first woman to win a premierships out there. She knocked off Tony Lane and 
in the area down there. We know how good Tony Old Tony Lane goes. Um, so, we, you know, we're not going too bad. And probably about eight years ago, Cheryl got really sick and got cancer, and she beat that. And then it stuffed her kidneys up. And what a lot of people don't know, Cheryl's on dialysis every second day. She's an amazing woman, still race wow. rides, still looks after the family, wow. still works full time. She's, an, she's a legend, mate. She's, she's my best friend. She's brought up my boys. She's one in a million. Very, very lucky man to have her, you know? Behind every great man is an even greater woman. Is that right? Oh, mate. Yeah, mate. I'm one of the lucky ones. She's my best friend. My boys adore her. Everybody likes her. No one's got a bad thing to say about her. You know, the racing game, someone's always got something negative to say. But yeah. Not her. She just... And she's so good with the horses as well. We have a lot of fun and a lot of luck. That's fantastic. And and obviously, you, you know, you've got it when you when you're um, uh, you know, it, it, when you when you're doing something together like that with your wife, and it, it's such a hard caper, isn't it? Uh, training horses, and and obviously, uh, you know, uh, it it can be tough when you have a tough day at the races, and and uh, you're driving home, and you still got to put these things away and and front up and feed them the next day, and and find out where you can take them uh, to win. It, it can be very challenging at times. Yeah, you're right there, Sammy. But like I said, when Cheryl got sick and she was in hospital for nearly a year, life changed a lot of perspective. Yeah. If you have a bad day, you've still got each other, and people got to remember that in life. Yeah. And Cheryl's got such a good positive attitude. She always says there's someone worse off than us. Yeah. Yep. And I don't know how she does it. Like I said, she's it's unbelievable. Like we have good days and bad days, but just love it. It's a, Love the racing game, love the country atmosphere, and a lot of good people and friends. Are you guys uh, just like a twenty four seven couple? I mean, you you work, work, work. You're not really interested in holidays. If you're working, you're happy and whatever. It's probably hard yeah, to take holidays nah, in this industry anyway. No, no, no. Well, the thing about me and Cheryl, for, even when our kids, we had our kids every Christmas, no matter where we are, we always go away. Yeah. Always go away for that seven to ten days, have that family time, and we've done it every year. Um, even when Cheryl's sick down in the hospital, we still went down there. We had Christmas with her down there. But one thing, family is the most important thing, and you always have that break over Christmas. You clock up some Ks. I mean, looking at uh, – Sammy did say you don't mind travelling, but I'm looking at where your runners have been over the last uh, oh, the last few weeks. You've been Roma, Gimpy, back to Roma, Mitchell. I don't even know where Mitchell is, and Longreach. That's a lot of Ks. All right, Mitchell's, yeah, Mitchell's only 45 minutes up the road um, from us, so that wasn't too bad. Chez Road a winner. Um, Longreach is a seven-hour trip that the horses just didn't handle the track that day, but that's racing. That's part of life. Yep. Um, there's nothing you can do about it. That's why they're horses. <laughs> they're not machines. No, no. Not, and sometimes we're not either. So <laughs> um, we took last weekend off and just chilled out, done the horses and had an easy weekend. But better travel this week, and I think we've got Surratt next week. Surratt's got their um, big annual cup meet. So. Just, just back to Cheryl. You said she was apprentice in Melbourne in Sammy's time. Uh, who was she apprenticed to down there? Uh, she started off, she ended up, um, she was with Shane, oh, bloody hell, I can't remember his name. He was at Kilmore. He had that good mare that he brought up the Queensland from down there. Wasn't Nichols. Uh, Shane Nichols, that's it. Yep. She was apprenticed with Shane Nichols. And yep. then she came over to Brendan McCarthy's for a while because we were running his properties out at Kilmore there. So, um, but the only bad thing with Cheryl is she had 27 night rides for nine winners. And then I made a mistake. I got the poor mare pregnant. <laughs> so she, she, yeah, so she was flying, and then uh, that happened. And then, but hey, we got our sons out of it. But uh, bit, a bit rough. I mean, you have twenty-seven rides for nine winners as a female back then. You're flying, and then I go and do that. But we don't regret anything. Well, I, hope, uh, I hope she doesn't. Not that she's telling you. <laughs> yeah. Good on you. Now tell us about uh, Roma. Uh, what sort of town Roma is, and and for those that that are not familiar with it, and and it is a good racing town, isn't it? 
Yeah, it is. We've got a lot of oil and gas around the area. Our boys work in the oil and gas. I do as well. We've got a sand track out there. We've probably got 100 horses in work at Roma. I mean, she's only had five of her own. Um, it's a good town, you know what I mean? Um, there's a lot to do. You've got a lot of racetracks around the area. Good people. Um, yeah, it's not too bad. Like I said, Toowoomba's only four hours away. The Gold Coast with the new freeway takes you six hours. So it's a pretty good area, you know? That's great. And uh, and what about uh, owners? A lot of your owners locally, or you just own them yourself? Uh, yeah, no, we, we've got. I own quite a few horses myself. I love it. We've got some lovely owners from Warwick, the, the West family. They're lovely people. You'll see that massive whisperer that's going around Saturday night. She actually got sent out to us as a seven-year-old, having 47 starts. It's the smallest thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> they could never win a race with it. We picked up a cutest race for it, and then we sent it to Springshaw. And um, we actually put a French jockey on it, never rode a winner in Australia, and we had a good crack at her. And we've never seen it in the bush before. We got 100 to 1, and we pulled it off. Wow. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, uh, this is the smallest mare you've ever seen in your life. She's got the biggest heart. She, but she doesn't get out and get going. She's too small, and they cramp her up. So hopefully with the outside barrier at Toowoomba, Jess can get her across and get her free run. And like, she tries. Like If I could put her heart in some of my horses, I wouldn't have to work. <laughs> Yeah, $101 at Springshaw, ridden by D. Is it Boutte? Yeah, lovely French guy. Um, had no winners, and we just ran into him. He rode a couple of shares, and that's what Cheryl said to him. She said, I'll give you your first winner. He said, no worries, and we pulled off that race at uh, Springshaw. We, were at, we couldn't believe the price we got. We're, no. We couldn't believe it. A run with we had the start before, and people stand there, and they said, Stewie, what's going on here? So, hey, 100 to 1, don't matter. And a couple of boys there had $10 each way, and the best thing was there's a little old lady up there she had a five dollars each way on the thing, and she was so ecstatic. And no, it was great. It was fantastic. I'm, I'm not guessing you'd be able to get too much on at uh, Springshore on track. It really, no, to, no, no. I was going to say, no, no. No, what a shame. Not at all. Uh, yeah, it is a shame, but uh, it's good for racing, and it's yeah. everybody gets everybody. Holy cow, what's going on there? But if you saw this little mare, she's tiny, and um, it sees dead people all the time. It's one of the best shires I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Cheryl does a good job with her. I mean, she just, but she's a bit lovely little filly. She tries, but she just sees things all the time. Where is, uh, where is Springshaw? Uh, it's um, it's an hour before Emerald. So you're heading from Roma, you head up towards Emerald. It's an hour before there. It's a different track. Um, good 600 metre straight. So um, I like the long straights. It gives your horse a crack. And if you want to, you know, you've got back markers and all that sort of stuff. The last meet we took out of vision there. Um, he's a hit and miss horse, like I said. He, everything has to go the right way. My kids actually bought him for me, and um, they actually nicknamed him um, Stewie in the stables because they reckon he's a bit like his dad. He's a bit of a show pony. He only has a crack when he has to. <laughs> um, got a lot of yeah, got a lot of ability. But if he finds trouble, he will. Like at Longreach last start, don't know the start before that. He um, got flattened coming out of the barriers. He was 20 lengths last off the second last horse. He flashed home, run fourth. And then we went through the tape. It was our other bloody horse that knocked him down the barriers. So <laughs> what have you got? So hopefully we can get a clear run on him on Saturday night because he seems to like the small fields. Like he's 17 hands, but he's just a big wimp. Right. Oh. Yeah. And then what about uh, Jungle Land? What are you expecting with this horse? We've been screaming to get him over ground. He's always running on. He sits back. He relaxes. Best educated horse we've ever had been sent out to us. Whoever broke it in, educated, I can't find out who it is. It's a lovely, but the horse has no idea. He's got so much learning to do. Um, with all, with um, If you look at um, um, our other all-too-hard bloke, I think he first 12 months, kept running last, last, last. Then when he put it together, he won eight races for us in nine months. This bloke being all-too-hard, he's very immature in the head. But 
I think if he can run the trip, he's got an amazing set of lungs on him, but he doesn't know what he's doing. But he would be right there. It's a very it's a very open race for Maiden. I just think whoever runs a mile can win the race. That's what, I, what I'm seeing on paper. Now, in race number six, you've got Avison going around. Jackson Murphy will ride. Uh, interesting race because we see this one at the top. Rejoiced, who is formerly uh, under the care of Annabelle Neesham, a reduced choice uh, gelding going around in the same race. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like I said, he's got all the ability in the world and um, he could pull it off, no hesitation, but he does find a lot of trouble. He's big 17 hand. He's, yeah, he's just one of those horses. He gets back, he's got to make his own luck and... Yeah, but he's got to be right. But Pat Webster's, Pat Webster's probably the one that I'm most concerned in that race. I think it's very... Yeah, that's very, the one. Um, Rejoiced, yeah. Yes, yeah, sorry. But like the old saying, it's old Redoubt's choice. I mean, they have plenty of good ones, but they also have plenty of ordinary ones as well. So we're not scared <laughs> yeah. about the price tags there, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They have good ones and bad ones, but the price is always high. <laughs> yes, very high. And, uh, yeah, that's what we're learning. A lot of people spend a heap and then you think, damn, okay, so there you go. <laughs> Well, Stuart, great. Best of luck tonight and uh, great to catch up with you. Really good chat. And, uh, yeah, we hope we have all the luck uh, going forward. Yeah. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. Have a lovely night and maybe see you there tonight. Good Look on forward you. to it. Thanks, Stuart. There is Stuart Rogers. Uh, he's up and about today, isn't he? Yeah, and, what a, uh, that's fantastic. About his wife. You know, what a positive person. Yeah. They are obviously a positive couple. They've been through a hell of a lot and uh, it's put life in perspective. So that, that's a great story. Yeah. So you, you, you do well, Sammy. You've gone out and, and, and grabbed these people that no one would have grabbed anywhere else and, and, and you find out all about them. So, well, well that's, well I mean, that's a great story. And, and uh, uh, yeah, obviously Cheryl, she's an absolute warrior. Yeah. Like uh, being so sick and then uh, is back riding and, and training and yeah, five horses. That, and uh, it sounds like a really, uh, you know, a, a really tight family that, that are all involved. Great story. Great story. Okay, let's take a break now. When we come back on the other side, we're going to have a chat to Ricky Jamison, who is uh, Harold Norman's stable jockey, and uh, she's got a few nice rides tonight. Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to The Darling Download on SEN Track. You are listening to The Darling Download. And I've got another newbie, Chris O. I've got a new, another newbie on the Darling Download this morning, and that is Ricky Jamison. Uh, bit of background on Ricky. I, I remember uh, probably one of the first meetings I went to uh, when I came up here in in Queensland when I was working for Sky Channel was uh, Bow Desert. Yep. And now I can't believe the name escapes me, the horse that Ricky rode, but Harold Norman trained it. And uh, out of those Bow Desert trips, I got to know uh, uh, Harold uh, uh, always said g'day to Harold. He does a great job with his horses. And the stable jockey is Ricky Jamison. And Ricky, welcome to the Darling Download. Thank you very much. Now, how did you you land that plum job of Harold's uh, stable jockey? Because he's been a great supporter of yours, hasn't he? For quite a while. He sure has. I've been with Harold since I was about 17, I think, now. Um, I didn't start my apprenticeship until about 19, but I was sort of just um, a kid in school at the time when I started, and I was just wandering around the racetrack, and he just (laughs) said to me one morning, hey, do you want an apprenticeship? You're a pretty small little person. (laughs) (laughs) And that's basically how it it began. I just rode one or two a morning for him, and then he asked me if I was looking for an apprenticeship. That's, wow, that's fantastic! So you, you had obviously you were hanging around the racetrack. You said so. You must have had some interest in horses. 
Uh, I was, I've always had horses my whole life. I um, did show jumping and I, just millions of horses growing up. My my mum had horses and my sisters uh, show, like did show jumping forever and she's a pre-trainer breaker now. But um, we, yeah, just had horses forever. And I got an email from a lady about school-based trainingships and I kind of didn't know what I was doing, going to do at the time. I was coming to the end of my year 11 and then, I decided to do a school-based traineeship two days a week and I started, that's sort of how I fell into the racing, but I, I'd never had anything to do with actual racing before that, just just the horses in general. Gee, it would and have, then, yeah. Just, so yeah. so that would have been a, a real eye-opener for you to, to then obviously go into to the world of horse racing and uh, uh, no better man to, to have you steer the way is, uh, is Harold Norman because uh, he's been doing it all his life. Hundred percent. I tell you what, it was a, definitely an eye opener. Like, like I said, I've been with horses my whole life, and I got to the race course. It was just a whole new world, and the the thoroughbreds themselves are, are just a completely different kettle of fish in the horse world. And to be honest, the first few times I rode not with Harold, I I actually got frightened that like I had a couple that bolted on me, and I was like, oh, this is not for me. I just don't want to do it. I'm not brave enough. I not. Nah, I just don't want to do it. And then. I just started writing a bit of freelance and ended up getting on one of Harold's um, at the time and, yeah, just sort of went from there and he gave me the confidence and gave me some horses that I could actually handle at my level at the time and, yeah, went from there. <laughs> so are you Gold Coast born and bred? I am, yes. Okay, so so doing the apprenticeship with Harold was good because you could probably do it, you know, you could still stay home and, and go to the stable every day, nor as if you had to uh, to move into the stables. Yeah, no, I was sort of half an hour. My parents lived at Ormo, um, so just about half an hour from the Gold Coast race course. But, yeah, not too far. I didn't have my licence the first sort of year, so my mum was driving me down. So she was pretty stoked when I got my licence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she could go back. Well, especially because what time would you have had to start in the morning? Three o'clock. Oh, yeah. she would have loved uh... that. But that would have really done a lot for her social life. <laughs> yeah. How's that? Knock, think, yeah, knock, like knocking on the door going, Mum, <laughs> I need to go to the track. Yeah, that's right. Really? Oh, and again, can't you have the yeah. day off? <laughs> Gee yeah, whiz. no, she didn't she didn't have much of a life. <laughs> oh, that's, a, oh, that's, it's that's all about driving me everywhere. That's amazing. And and of course, uh, you know, in in recent times you're now a mother and mixing uh mixing that being with, with a jockey, that must also be uh tough enough. Yeah, it is. It's it's tough on uh, some days, um, but the girls are pretty awesome. They're sort of getting a little bit older now. They're five and three, so they're not like baby babies now, which is a hell of a lot easier on my sleep deprivation side of things. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, they're pretty good now. And um, my eldest goes to prep, so she's five days a week at school, which is a bit sad because I feel like I'd never see her now. But you know, that's life. And the little ones home a couple of days a week, and they're good. They and, and do the girls have a, a, an interest? I know they're only young, but do they have an interest in, in the horses? They love the horses. Um, they watch the races and that when I'm at the races and when they're with my partner, Jeff, or they're um, you know, at home with the babysitter or with my mum or something, they always put the races on for the girls and they're always yelling at the TV, come on, mum, come on, mum. <laughs> like, they're cheering me on and that. And they have their own ponies and they do get on. And Macy, the eldest one, she's had a really good seat since, well, I put her on and she was like probably 18 months old and she just hangs on and she's pretty pretty brave. Both of them are pretty brave. But 
I haven't had a lot of time to get them on and get them really riding, but they're pretty like naturally well, like sit on sit on well, and they're confident. So I really need to get onto that because their pony is really awesome. But yeah, they they both love the horses, and they do feed up with me every morning and night. And I got nine spellers at home, so we get in the golf buggy and we go up and down, and we feed them all, and they're always there helping. <laughs> That's, oh, that's, good. that's fantastic. Now, I've obviously touched on uh, the the association with Harold Norman, and, and that must be a pretty special one because he's so loyal to you, and, and you must have learnt so much along the way, as I've sort of highlighted. He, he's a wealth of knowledge in, in horse racing. Absolutely. Uh, everything I've learnt, you know, in the racing world from Harold and, you know, um, sort of started, started with him and... I ever don't know anything or still to this day you know have questions and that Harold's the first person I go to and he's always got plenty of stories to tell me and (laughs) lots of you know ways to try things and do things and yeah he's been really really loyal to me and you know um like I've tried my tried to do the same to him and I you know do it you know any anytime he ever needs me and that I'm there and and work hard for him because he's looked after me forever and you know I appreciate Harold so much and and I, yeah, like I said, I was 17 when I started with him and I just turned 30 this year, so it's been a long time. <laughs> Isn't it amazing how you can just be in that particular place at that particular time and he comes up and, and asks you if you, you know, you're, you're a light, you know, how do you want to be a jockey? If you hadn't have been there, your life takes a completely different turn. Just, you know, it's just funny how it works yeah. out, isn't it? Well, I didn't really want to be a jockey. Like, I, ne- I never really, like, I didn't, oh, well, I didn't not want to, I just didn't think about it, you know, and. I was a young kid, so I just it never really crossed my mind. A few people mentioned it, but I was like, nah. You know, when I sort of got the wind put up me on a few horses, I was just like, oh, I don't think it's for me. And then <laughs> got a, on a couple of nice ones to Harold, and that sort of changed my whole whole um, outlook on everything. And and here I am. <laughs> what, what, what about what about that that day when you you rode your first winner, and how how exciting? Uh, you know, it's a, it's a day you'll never forget. Yeah, 100%. Um, I was out at um, a track called Wandai, and it was a dirt track. And it was done, it, I was a couple of months in, actually. I didn't ride a winner for, like, very quickly. And I actually rode a double on my first day. So I finally got a winner, and I ended up with a double that day. And yeah. the first thing I did was get in the car and ring Harold. And he goes, I've been waiting for the results. They're not up. How'd you go? How'd you go? Did you ride a winner? And <laughs> told him I rode two winners, and he was over the moon. And my mum and dad were with me at the time, like, they they drove me to my first probably year of racing out in the bush and stuff, like long days after track work and that, and they were always there. And Harold was the first time, first person we called when we got in the car, and he was over the moon and finally got me first winner, and I ended up with two. And that that's uh, that's an important thing, isn't it? To, to that, that to go to sort of those. You know, those bush tracks when you're starting off, I mean, make all your mistakes uh, out there and, and you learn so much along the way. I'm, sh- I'm sure you also get to ride a few rough ones, which uh, which oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> takes you along the way. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely rough ones out there for sure. There still is. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really love riding the rough ones as much now. I mean, I ride them if I have to or if there's, you know, one of my locals or loyal people I do, but... Yeah, not if I don't have to. <laughs> now, Sammy, I'm very wary asking this question. There's two questions you never ask a female. One of them is, do you have any weight issues, Ricky? <laughs> uh, no, not particularly. I'm I'm on the heavier side like these days just because I'm, I don't know why. I just sort of, but I, my heavier side is 53 and a half, 54 oh, well, kilos. Mate, you don't, you know, 
No, I don't. I don't have weight issues. The only time I ever had to actually have a bath and have a a sweat one day was I was riding in town and I had uh, 48 and a half kilos on one of Lindsay Goss' called Gala Affair and it won by a nose. Oh, beautiful. Ooh, I have a little, little sweat to ride it. <laughs> oh, man, that makes it all worthwhile. Now, tonight at Toowoomba, uh, you're riding a horse in the first called Xenia for Grand Arnold? Yep. I don't know much about her, to be honest. I haven't ridden her before. Um, she's obviously speedy on it, going on her form, and, and Grant has um, a, lot, a lot of good things to say about her, and she's first up and fresh, and he says she's well. So that's good enough for me. All right, in the third race, Ricky, you are riding here, number 10, Kapua, for Daryl Leggett. You got a bit of an awkward draw over the 1,050. Yeah, awkward draw. Again, I don't I have the three I'm riding at Toowoomba I haven't sat on before, but um, Daryl's been super loyal to me. He um, He's put me on everything. He has going around, offers me his rides all the time. He's been really, really good to me, Daryl. Um, so, yeah, just heading up for his first starter, and I rode a first start of him a couple of months back, and it was... Um, by dissident as well and he reckons this one's a bit more speedy so hopefully he can keep up the other one was only over i think a thousand or something 800 maybe in it yep. and it was it couldn't keep up <laughs> race four you're riding magic boom for steph Sixtus. yeah i think i've ridden him once before actually before when he was with um a trainer before stephanie but um yeah he's same same sort of thing. Again, only rode him once, so I don't know much about it. Can't give you guys that much, to be honest. Right okay. yeah. Now, what about tomorrow? You're riding uh, Dr. Jack at the sunny coast. Uh, this horse, yep. I am amazed he has not won a race. I've tipped him a few times on <laughs> SEN track, and uh, how has it not won a race, this horse? Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just a very long conversation. Um he yeah he he was showing massive you know pro, um, promise early and he still does on the track he gallops the house down I galloped him yesterday and he just he's just a fast horse but come race day he can't put it together he's got a few little niggling things these days um, he he ended up going out and having a uh, throat up after the Magic Millions maiden year before last, I think it was, when he started favourite, when he uh, trialled with away game and isotope and trialled hard held and went super. And everyone was like, oh, this horse has got to be the best maiden they've gone around, you know. And <laughs> and he, we had the same opinion. Like, how he hasn't won a race is beyond me. But he just, yeah, gets to race day and he does things wrong. He holds his head quite high. He, you know, the pace seconds, the head in your lap sort of thing. And early days he was jumping really slow and then he was charging, just doing lots wrong. And then now he's five year old and still a maiden and just, yeah, has had a few little niggling problems. So we're just sort of putting him over the thousand and hoping that he can be strong enough to come over the top. Um, Last start, he was, you know, a bit underdone. He hadn't been in that long. It was sort of just more of a trial and see where we're at. Harold's kind of at the point where he's like, oh, do we even you know, keep him or not, you know, with the, with, the, with his little issues and things like that. But we know he has so much promise, so it's kind of a little bit of a hard place to be in. But, yeah, we'll just, you know, see how he goes tomorrow. And you would think that he would have run a, won a race by now, and he just still hasn't. <laughs> now, we before I get to another horse that's been a, a while between drinks in King Ragnar, uh, you spoke about Magic mm-hmm. Boom. And, yes, you're right, you did ride Magic Boom 
on the 29th of February this year, ran six at Ipswich when trained by Des Trindle. Yeah, Des Trindle, that's who it was. Yep. Yeah, so You're now right. King Ragnar. Yeah. He's another one that yes, um, needs to win. Yeah, well, that's it. He doesn't. He doesn't go on a on a firm track, and it looks like you know if we don't get any rain, we're going to end up with that again on Sunday. But yep. yeah, he he unfortunately when we had all this wet weather early in the year, he was spelling, <laughs> which is you know really <laughs> unfortunate because he yeah so typical like he runs some like nice races last preparation a, a second and a third there somewhere and and really looked like winning a race again and. And was knocking on the door, and then he, you know the race wouldn't be run to suit, or he's the kind of horse that you could have got to kind of ride him ugly to ride him good. You just have to let him do what he wants to. When he's ready to grab the bit, you have to sort of just let him do that. You know that's always been my instructions with him, and that's what I've tried to do with him as much as possible. And he did run a couple of nice placings last preparation, and then he was up a long time, so they tipped him out. And guess what happened? The clouds opened, and the rain came down. <laughs> Well, well, if you keep him in work uh, through September, September, October, they forecast all this rain. Maybe that's the time for him. Well, hopefully, he's only third up. I think tomorrow, so hopefully, he's got a few more runs in him. But, you know, he's getting older now, so who knows? Well, you've got a bit. Of, you've got your hands full, definitely uh, tomorrow. But best of luck tonight, and great catching up, uh, Ricky. Uh, all the best for the weekend. No worries. Thanks very much, guys. Thanks, Ricky. There is Ricky Jamison and uh, yeah, some really good uh, stories there. And it's, uh, it's a, I think it's a great thing when, you know, obviously, Harold, uh, yeah, that it's great to get that backstory how uh, he, he yeah, started just... Ricky off and, and he's been so loyal uh, to her all the way through. It's it's a fantastic, really good racing oh. story. And he's a, he's a great man, a good trainer. I doubt he would have a runner. That goes around that uh, that Ricky's not riding. Yeah, that's um, it. I can't remember seeing one. Terrific loyalty. Yep. All right, let's take a break. On the other side, we're going to have tips. We're going to try and tip a winner Ooh. tonight. And we'll get JD on the line, see how he went last week. I think I, I was only just a nose in Average. front of him. <laughs> Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. You're listening to the Darling Download on SEN Track. That's it. And the main man at Aquas is Jonathan Davies, and he's been throwing a bit of stick. He is throwing a bit of stick he this is, week, yeah. Chris. O, he couldn't wait because we got Gowanji beat. Uh, I thought, I thought because I had we had Larry Cassidy on the punters mate last week, and I told him there's no speed in this race. Go forward, you know, put yourself there. I just, I thought that was just standard. But Larry anyway, didn't listen. Uh, that's it. But JD, you you, you think dif- you think differently. I do. I think uh, even if they SP a dollar twenty-four, if they're carrying uh, an extra one hundred and eighty kilos between you two, they're always going to get rolled. <laughs> well, we we stopped it. We stopped it. Yeah, Go we on. certainly did. Yeah, biggest, that's amazing, wasn't it? The biggest moral of last week. But anyway, it's on again. Let's fill some pockets and. Let's kick off with our tips to Woomba. I am going race four, number four. My whistleblower for Tom Dougal. Fitting. He oh, well, after we screwed him over last week. <laughs> I'm going to get him twice in the <laughs> two weeks. Leave him alone. Is this on, son? <laughs> Carl Zechner on board from date one. I think the 1625, this is going to be its go, this horse. And uh, it'll just 
get up on speed. We'll take closer order and, and just keep whacking away. So I'm going to go with the four, my whistleblower. JD, what have you got for us at Toowoomba? I'm going to go Toowoomba, race five, number five, Z-Techie. Uh John Dan, Jake Malloy. I think Exceed Rock might be favourite. I think it'll probably be it's a small field, but a competitive race, and I think he'll um, probably be the value in the race. So happy to be with it. I'm going to take you on, Sam. I'm going to go race four, number one, Chasing Jackley, uh, who looks very, very close to a win. Drawn a good gate. Jake Malloy gets a couple of kilos off and should get the right run. So I think it's uh, his turn to win tomorrow night. Tonight. Okay. Race four, number one, Chasing Jackley. Eagle Farm, I am going race eight, number seven, Red Ruby. You can get this at about six bucks. Uh, I just think for the uh, O'Day Hoisted camp, uh, Red Ruby, she goes well at this track, and I think this is her race, so I'm going to go that way with Ruby. JD? I'm just thinking um, hunters all around Australia that are on spiritualized at the $1.75 are very happy to... <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Eagle Farm, race one, uh, number 14, Zuma, California. Uh, just think it's well over the odds in this race. I know it's got a sticky gate, but I think it'll go forward. They're going to get across. and Yeah, I think it was a really good run first up last time in a wet track and got taken on. So no reason not to be on it today. I'm going to go with Eagle Farm, race six, number five, Vaccine for Tony Gollan and Ben Thompson. Busting to get out over 1,400 this mare, and she'll get a lovely run from that gate. So race six, number five at Eagle Farm for me. Okay, nationally, uh, I'm going to go with the theme, uh, the short price theme, oh. and Rose Hill. Oh. I couldn't go. Frumos? You going to go with Frumos? No, no, I couldn't go um, Caulfield. So I went Rose Hill, race six, number five, Fire. Ah. You know, I reckon the straight race just brought it undone uh, at Flemington last time round. Back around a bend. Yeah, I, I think he's a good horse. Um, so I'm going to go race six, number five, fire. He is a good horse. He's going to have to be better than most, though. <laughs> yes. The curse is on. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Rose Hill race nine, number one, best of Bordeaux. Um, this horse is, he looks amazing. He's come back really well. He's been trialling like a jet. I think he'll uh, be very hard to beat. I'm going to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Race one, oh. number one, Cat Deal. One start, eye-catching second, over 1,400 metres. Gets to the mile by Dundeal. Tegan Harrison rides. She's riding very well. I think it'll win. Race one, number one, Cat Deal. All right. Well, there are the winners. Uh, How did last week? Uh, hey. How oh, did... yeah, sorry. I didn't – yeah, where did I where did I put the uh, scoreboard? I don't know where the oh, scoreboard is. Mine was mine was scratched in Brisbane. I know that. Yeah, yeah. You lost out on manhood. So That's right. uh, it yeah. goes round today. Does it? Here's the scoreboard. Right. Uh, Chris, okay. hey, you go through it. I'll do the honours. Here we go. Uh, Sammy, you tipped uh, a placing at Toowoomba second. Go Wanji at Doombin. and a second at uh, Mooney Valley with Maliva. So you had a total of five. JD, you had with a second. Minus, minus ten, though. Sorry, what's that? <laughs> minus 10. Minus no. 10 for go Wanji backers. No, 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 breaking up this line. <laughs> JD, you had two points for Run Amigo in the first at Toowoomba. Zero points for Manhood. It's just bad luck. was scratched. And Cairns, you had Dr. Zeus in the new market, and he didn't fire, unfortunately. So two points for you. I had uh, better ethics at Toowoomba. No good. Go Wanji. 
Maybe I should deduct 10 as well. He ran second. And I had Animo, who everyone was potting here last week. So Animo, maybe not you, JD, but I know one person was. (laughs) (laughs) So I got five. So two fives and a two. Oh, well, uh, let's see how we go this week. Thanks very much, JD. Thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best best and largest stallion facility. Uh, Do a great job out there, that's for sure. Now let's have a look at our tips for Toowoomba. Tonight, race one, I am with number five, Lady Shanghai, uh, for the Lindsay Goff team. Has it got a jockey declared? So I'm a little bit concerned about that. But Less uh, weight. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it'll win for sure. So uh, I'm probably the gate is a little bit of a concern, but I think it'll be hard to beat. Race two. I take you on there. Yeah, go on. Number twelve, bag of wit. Right. I think we'll run well. Just has to deal with an awkward gate, but it's got some decent form. Okay. Race two, I am with number 11, Marcada. Now, I tipped this last start at Gaton, and uh, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Oh, Robbie, you just sat up on it. So I don't I don't know what the go was, but uh, it, it was... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was this horse. But anyway, uh, anyway, uh, it was a good win at two back at Warwick. And uh, if it runs up to that, surely it's going to be hard to beat in this race. I'm not taking you on there. I've got nothing in that race. Yeah, Robbie Fred did ride, and it says here, held up near the turn. He's near the 50-metre mark. Well, there you go. Hmm. I thought it was that horse. Now, all profit in race three, number 12 for the Chris Lee's camp. Georgie Cartwright going up the range for some rides tonight, and I think this will be hard to beat. Yeah, yeah. one there to keep an eye on if it runs Emperor Teo for Lindsay Goffstar. We've been in, uh, accepted for a few places, but I don't know that it's running here. I don't know where it's running. But it's okay. going to run somewhere over the weekend. Keep an eye out for it. Okay. Then race four, number four, my whistleblower. It's my best for Toowoomba. Well, we're head to head. Number one chasing Jack Lee for me. Oh, that's right. You're going with Jackley. Now, race five. Well, Jetski, I'm expecting, is going to go to town. So I think he'll be scratched. And I am with number six, She's a Tigress, for Georgie Cartwright and Chris Anderson, drawn a good gate. Wudang Blades lost a bit of form, but, gee, he loves Toowoomba, three from three. He'll lead here, and he might take some catching. And then into the last, this will be short, surely Jack be lucky uh, in the last. Uh, but you, you were giving a squeak to rejoice. Well, it's just in this the ex Annabelle Nisham by Redoute's choice yeah. has shown a little bit of ability, but it's also uh, not sure what's happened. It's suddenly done a quick shift of trainer. Maybe it, its last run in Sydney wasn't any good. Maybe there was an injury uh, issue there. So keep an eye on the market. Just the uh, six races tonight at Toowoomba up the range, but let's hope we can have some luck and uh, tips all around. So. There is the Darling Download for another week. We've had a good show and, uh, uh, yeah, looking forward to next week. Yes, well, you come up with another couple of guests from left field. <laughs> Should do. I'll just I'll wait be- and see who it is. All the best, punters, and good luck for the weekend.